Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here with our guest mentor, uh, Mintika English-Palmer and uh, Minty. Uh, thanks for joining us. And today we thought we'd talk about uh, self-love, right? So it's an interesting topic. So I'd love for you in kind of your own words to talk about like, what is it? Uh, and then maybe we'll pull out some dictionary definitions to get uh, whatever the, the dictionary says about it. Thank you, Lupi. Um, so to me, self-love just means like loving everything about yourself, like loving your flaws, loving your past, loving your mistakes, and just loving like being in your body. So just appreciating like everything about yourself is what self-love means to me. Yeah, and I would agree with that. That's initially what I thought of when I when we were started talking about this, uh, and I googled it and it, the definition was like, an appreciation of one's own worth or value, um, which which I think is appropriate. And then another one was proper regard for and attention to one's own happiness and well-being. Um, but the third one, which I don't think is what we're talking about, uh, was related to like narcissism, self-conceit, or, or vainness. So, so that's not the type of self-love uh, that we're talking about. And, and obviously, can go to that extreme. Uh, but I think we're talking about more just uh, accepting you for who you are is really kind of the main crux of it. And, and part of it is also, uh, I guess, uh, one of the opposite side is, is being a, a people pleaser, where you care about other people more than yourself. Uh, so it's a little bit, of, it's kind of not being a people pleaser and, and not that you're trying to be against others, um, but you're also like in love with yourself enough that, you know, hey, uh, I can do my, my own thing versus having to do uh, what, what other people need and want. So yeah, if, if you want to kind of share a little bit of some of your, your early experiences and why you feel that, that self-love is so important. Um, so for me, like growing up, I didn't have a lot of self-love, you know, um, I was like very like insecure about myself. You know, I had a lot of acne growing up and I used to get bullied for that. So yeah, that's a, that's kind of where I started to appreciate self-love. Like I would say around probably like graduating high school, hmm. I started to really appreciate just the, the whole topic of self-love. I started to become confident in myself. I started to appreciate who I was. I started to just accept me for me because like, at the end of the day, this is the only body I'm in and I just have to appreciate it and just make sure I'm healthy and I'm better myself and that I'm, I'm just accepting me for me. So can you describe some of like those earlier experiences where you didn't feel that self-love? Like what, what did that feel like to you? And, and what are some of the experiences? Well, probably not naming names, <laughs> but uh, what are some of the experiences so that uh, I, I, I'm guessing a lot of the audience will relate to it? Um, and then hopefully we'll contrast that with uh, some of the learning and growing and how you got kind of out of that. So what are some of those experiences that, that come to mind? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, so yeah, as I said, like I was like bullied for like having acne and stuff. So um, it didn't feel great. Like I used to just go home and kind of sometimes I would cry at home. You know, it was like it wasn't it wasn't a happy time for me. Like and I think something I used to do when I was younger is I used to use like jokes and like um making people laugh as a way to like suppress the feeling I was feeling inside. Mm -hmm. So like people would always like say I was a very funny and very like smiley person, but like inside I was just, I was very sad and I didn't want people to kind of um, know that side of me. So I always just pushed like positivity because I didn't want people to like know that I was actually pretty sad inside. And um, 
yeah, I'm just happy that like, as I got older, I just started to appreciate myself and just really feel confident and just accept everything about myself. Like we all make mistakes and like, it's the past. Like we can't like, we can't change it. So just, you know. Yeah, so I'd like to get into some of that that transition moments because I think that's going to be important for listeners. But for, for my own story, so it, it probably happened, uh, I guess, around the end of, of, of high school as well, where um, I, I was kind of like a little bit more nerdy, <laughs> awkward, uh, big glasses, a huge forehead <laughs> for those that could, are watching us on, on, on video. Uh, and, and wasn't, I guess, the, the best well-dressed person, that, that sort of thing, right? So uh, I, I had a lot of... Um, I guess, not self-hatred, but uh, a lot of con- concern uh, for that. I don't know if I was uh, bullied per se, um, but uh, it, it, I think at a younger age, I, I was um, and, and actually got beat up in the schoolyard once a little bit. Um, and, and that was a one and only event, but that kind of carried over until uh, later on. And uh, for, for me, it was it was a pretty challenging moment. Uh, and the funny thing is, it's, it's also my, my name, right? So, so my name is Lukey, right? So uh, it's not Luke, it's Lukey, right? And, and I always wanted like a, a normal name, right? Uh, so I wanted like a, a Kevin, Michael, Patrick, <laughs> like one of those kind of normal English names. Um, so that was another part for, for, for me. So probably not as um, bad uh, as compared to you, but I guess what were some of the, the, the transition points for you? So, so you talked about just growing up and growing older, but like how did, um, in, in your mindset, how did that change and how did that kind of like those epiphany moments happen? I guess when, um, so yeah, when I graduated like high school, I started to be surrounded around people that like actually appreciated me. So like people would say like, oh, you're so funny. And like people would really like compliment me on some of like my personality and some of the things I was good at. So like that really boosted my confidence and that really made me feel like happy and also like making my YouTube channel and seeing like the comments I would get and just the positive like likes and just the positivity out of that kind of boosted my confidence. And it really made me start loving myself and like looking at myself and being like, I'm me, like, this is okay. Like I'm me. And like, I can appreciate myself. Like there's nothing wrong. Like everyone is someone, everyone is unique in their own way. So I started to just appreciate myself that way. And I started to just like, um, appreciate and just like self-love, show myself self-love often. Yeah, I think for, from my perspective, like my experience, it, it was a lot later <laughs> until I uh, kind of accepted myself. So I think I put on a, a good facade and good face uh, up until even like uh, after I got married, where uh, I, I um, had uh, like a good career and, and good whatever. Uh, I, I was fairly athletic in terms of I could I could do stuff, but I was never uh, great. I was kind of okay. I was kind of good. Um, so, so part of it is, I guess, the realization that I, I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be amazing at everything. And I think as, as I was starting to get more into kind of the, the self-development space that I realized, you know what, I can be um, dorky, <laughs> I can be dumb, I can be not well-dressed and, and, and still people like me. Um, so it's, it's one where I don't know if I've seen the end of it, where uh, I'm not know about you, like, do you, do you still feel it uh, coming up once in a while? Or do you have you kind of fully overcome it? Um, I think I fully overcome it. Like, it doesn't really bother me much anymore. I think I just learned to like, take my flaws and kind of like make it into a positive because like everyone is very unique and everyone has something about them that's different. So like, I just take my 
flaws and my mistakes and anything that I see that's an insecurity and I just make it into a positive. Can, can you walk us through one of the earliest times that you remembered yourself doing that? And, and just kind of like, what was the process in your head? Like, what, what did someone say? Uh, assuming you can share it, like, uh, what did they say? And then how did you kind of flip it in your head? Oh, yeah. So um, I think one of the like earliest times was like when I came out with my first YouTube video. So I was really nervous at first because I didn't know what people were going to think. Like it was something it was just like people never saw me in that kind of light. So when I came out with it, um, people were just like messaging me and saying, oh, my God, you're so funny. Like, this is like hilarious. And like, I've never seen you like this. And I just I felt so like relieved. It was like people were finally seeing a side of me that I just hid for so long and like people were appreciating it. So ever since then, I've just been like being myself. I've just been appreciating myself and I've just been like I've just been being myself all like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess what I'm, I'm struggling with is um like is, is there like no more doubt uh and no more kind of like like judgment on yourself is that kind of completely gone and 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 because because i need to learn some of that too <laughs> um i mean there's always gonna be some doubt and there's always gonna be some judgment um but like i think now it's not always there like when I was younger, it was just always there. Like every day I was just judging myself. I was doubting myself. But like, as you get older, I think when you get more confidence, like self-confidence, um, you just become more comfortable in your skin. And I just, I don't have those like doubts anymore, like too often, but like, it's always going to be there like here and there, but you just like, you kind of think about it and you just like kind of move on and just like, don't, don't dwell too much on those doubts and those insecurities because those insecurities and doubts you have other people don't see it. Like a lot of the insecurities you have about yourself, nobody else sees it. There's actually a video I made on um, YouTube where I talk about my insecurities. And a lot of people in the comments were like, they were saying like um, these insecurities, like I don't even see that in you. Like, I don't know how you view yourself like that. So a lot of the insecurities and things you feel bad about, like other people don't see it. So don't worry about it. That's amazing. Uh, one of the things that I remember doing before, so I actually, well, try to help increase the confidence of, uh, of others. And uh, one of the activities that I would do is if, if you cross your arms, right? So everyone has like a natural way that they cross it, right? And when they do it, it feels natural to you. Um, but then if you put the other arm uh, around and, and the other one there, it kind of, it looks the same but it feels so awkward when you're doing it. And, and if you want to even try it yourself, you can be like, oh my gosh, this feels so weird versus the other way is like, this is supernatural, right? And for some people that they, they can't even do it the other way because it's like, oh my gosh, this feels so weird. Um, but I'll do it in front of a class and it's like, which one is natural? And, and to your point, most people won't know. Most people can't tell. But meanwhile, inside, I'm going like, ah, this is horrible. This is not the way it's supposed to be. Um, so I think if a lot of people can, can really, uh, first of all, observe and identify that it's, it's just a thought in their head, right? A lot of it is just in their head and it's not something that other people think. Um, and if it is, well, it, it's up to them, right? It, it, it's not really on you for, for you to judge how, how they uh, think. It, it's up to uh, you to do yourself and, and, and make sure you, you think of yourself as highly as you can and other people can do whatever they want. So what are some of the suggestions that you would have for folks that are kind of struggling with this, who uh, were kind of uh, the young Minty who, who has struggled with kind of that, um, the, well, not, not quite self-hate, but kind of the, the, whatever the opposite of self-love self is, what would you suggest for them? Because uh, it sounds like that your advice is kind of just, just grow up and get older and then eventually it'll go away. But are there some things like more 
proactive or practical that you could suggest for them to do? Yeah. So um, for me, I think something that was really big for me was like journaling, like mm -hmm. really writing down, like waking up every morning and kind of writing down like things about like how you want your day to go. Mm -hmm. um, and also like at night, like just writing how your day went. So things like that really helped me in um, like appreciating myself and also just kind of realizing that these things don't matter. Like these things like things you worry about now won't matter in five years. Like it's not, it's don't dwell too much on it. It won't matter in five years. Like, and also like, um, I think working out has really helped me like any okay. bad situation in my life, whenever I felt like sad or anything, I've always gone and worked out and that those endorphins that get released, they really keep you happy and they make you feel motivated and happy about yourself. So I encourage people to work out and, and get into fitness and also meditating. Meditating is also another thing that I've done. Um, just like sitting and just kind of listening to like affirmations. I've done that. Like I do that for like five minutes or 10 minutes. And that has really helped me just appreciate myself and just really appreciate who I am. That's amazing. And I would probably echo all of those where journaling uh, helps a lot. So there are all sorts of different journaling that you can do. Some of it is like kind of stream of consciousness where you just kind of write down everything. So how was your day? How did everything go? Uh, I think your point about affirmations are great because if you um, wake up saying that today is going to be an amazing day, it probably will be. <laughs> if, you, if you wake up and say today is going to be a horrible day, it probably will be. So uh, it, it, it's starting off on the right foot. Um, so some people incorporate gratitude into their journaling too, right? What are you thankful for? Uh, what is going well? Because uh, when you focus on the things that appreciate, uh, what, that you appreciate, then uh, I think the expression, what you appreciate, appreciates. <laughs> so it actually grows as well. Um, one of the things that, that came to mind is um, a, a lot of folks, when they're in that sense of, uh, well, the opposite of, of self-love, there, there's a lot of fear involved. So, so fear of judgment and things like that. And one of the discussions I had recently with someone is that actually uh, fear is imagined, right? Um, but it's contrasted with what fear is supposed to help you with is danger, right? Danger is real, right? Uh, but fear is just kind of an anticipation of, of danger. So to your point that well, it's, it's not going to matter in five years. Um, a lot of these things that we think are kind of uh, life or death situations really don't matter, right? So if you can kind of put it into that broader perspective and say, okay, uh, this fear is telling me something is that uh, something is important because uh, I, I care for it enough that I ha am, uh, am fearful for it, but not so much that it's, it's dangerous or it's going to kill me, right? Because if it truly is uh, dangerous, then, then you want to be fearful of that stuff. So, so don't get rid of all your fear, <laughs> uh, but just be mindful of that. I, I think that, that working out the physical activity is, is amazing because oftentimes uh, just getting active movement, right? It doesn't have to be a full-on whatever, a 60-minute sweat or something. Just be a walk around the block, right? Uh, to clear your head could be uh, good enough. Uh, and yeah, meditation, I, I find actually meditation might be even the start to that, right? Whether you do it for like the formal, like kind of sit cross leg on the floor and, and <laughs> um, say, say like, oh, or whatever, but it could just be paying attention to all your thoughts, like all, all the stuff we talked about, like even the journaling and, and, and the working out and, and the paying attention to your fear, all that is, is a form of meditation, right? Uh, you're just paying attention to the to the present moment. So I think all of those have, have uh, tons of value, right? 
are there uh, any other suggestions or anything that you might want to share with folks in terms of, well, if they're uh, not feeling self-love uh, and, and they want to get on the, the self-love train, uh, what, what are some other things that, that, that could be helpful for them? I think something that's really helpful is just to be surrounded around people that love you. Like those people that love you really like love you for you and they appreciate you for you. They don't see any flaws. They don't see any insecurities. They love you for you. So really just stay surrounded with those people and they'll make you feel good. They'll make you feel loved. And also just realize that um, all of us suffer from like insecurities. Nobody is I mean, some people are confident, but even confident people have insecurities, like even people like celebrities, they have insecurities too. So we're all different and just appreciate who you are. I think that's amazing. And, and the uh, expression, like you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with comes to mind where if uh, all your friends are, are confident and, and um, express kind of self-love for themselves, then chances are you will be if all of them are uh, insecure and all that, well, that's what you'll likely be as well. And one thing that uh, I actually had a conversation with recently with someone else is to uh, audit your friends, right? Because uh, it's interesting how uh, for your like your significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever, you could break up with them and it's not a problem, but your, your, your bros and your girls, you can't do that. Like, like you have to stay with them. But if they're not adding value to your life and, and if they're one of the people that brings you down, Maybe you have to break up with them or at the very least spend one less hour with them and then one more hour with uh, one of those people who do bring you up because uh, I, I do feel that uh, surrounding yourself with people that you love, I think that's an amazing um, set, set of advice. So yeah, I think we, we provide a lot of good insights and wisdom for folks uh, in order to help them get on the, the path to self-love. Uh, are there any other things that you'd want to uh, part with? Um, I wanted to say one more thing. Also, something that's really helped me is like watching really like um, like positive podcasts on YouTube, like just listening to those like podcasts that talk about like self-love and self-appreciation. Those can really help you with your self-love. They can they tell you like how to um, how to sorry, what to do to, for self-love and how to like um, show self-love. So definitely check those out. Yeah, I think that that follows the point about surrounding yourself by people um, that, that, that love you. It doesn't even have to be people you know. <laughs> it's just people that you watch from afar or listen to from afar. So, uh, well, uh, thanks, Minty, so much for, for sharing that, that information. I think it'll be very uh, helpful for folks to, to listen in, and uh, hopefully everyone will be practicing more self-love. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.